Hello, everybody, and welcome to another podcast of movies, wrestling, and other bullshit. There's a lot to talk about. Things are crazy in the wrestling world, even crazier in the movie world, and even some other bullshit. There's things to talk about. Uh, but today we got a little, a, a, a little something different to do. Um, Negan Mox is not with us because he, um, he had to go to work, but you got me and you got Frankie X. And we're going to do our best to uh, bring you everything that we know so far. What um, is going on as far as wrestling world and movie-wise. What's been postponed. What's, what their plans are going forward. And we're going to talk about the empty SmackDown as well as far as other things. So having said that, I think we should get into it because, you know, it's just that time. We're going to bounce off the ropes, take that bump, hit the clothesline. And get into some wrestling news. So, first thing we should talk about is how wrestling in general is handling this. Um, We do know this. You mean handling the coronavirus? Yeah, handling the coronavirus and um, what their plans are with certain things moving forward. As we just heard, um, AEW basically has postponed most of their shows. and They have postponed four of their upcoming shows, but they have been relocated, it looks like, to uh, Jacksonville, Florida. And then um, we just heard today that Double or Nothing might be in jeopardy from being back in Vegas, but they're still playing it by ear because there's still time for them to wiggle around and figure things out with that. But Vince McMahon, well, let's wait a second on Vince. ROH has canceled their 18th anniversary show until further notice. (laughs) Yeah, ROH has canceled their anniversary show. Um, a lot of wrestling companies have canceled their shows. Um, now, New Japan, what are they doing? I I haven't read up on New Japan. I uh, They're in that area, though, so I'm sure they're postponing and doing <coughs> their stuff as well. But... Vince has decided to take a unique approach. Now, for those of you that remember the Attitude Era, and for those of you that are new that need to look up to see what I'm talking about, you absolutely can. It's on the WWE Network. They did, basically, during one of the Super Bowls, I believe it was 98, if I'm not mistaken, Frankie? 99. 99, they did um, something called Halftime Heat, where they had The Rock and Mankind basically perform in a false County or empty arena match. Now, they decided to do something similar like that, except all tapings from SmackDown to Raw, and even NXT and 205, are being filmed at the WWF. Well, whoa, listen to me. The WWE. Yeah, uh, you're in the wrong uh, thing. You're going to confuse a lot of people there. (laughs) Performance Center. And now, it went pretty interesting. NXT had a small crowd, 
where SmackDown was completely taped with no fans in the arena whatsoever. The same thing will be happening for the recording of Monday Night Raw. Well, NXT was going on what it was supposed to be. Right. SmackDown just was announced the day before. We got to move to the Performance Center because it was supposed to be in Detroit. Didn't happen. So they went to the Performance Center. No fans were allowed in, only personnel. So they had to make a two-hour show from the Performance Center for SmackDown. And uh, you watched it. Right. How to go. I saw um, some pieces of it. You know, what they were trying to do, it was actually not bad. It was a little weird seeing them cut promos with nobody in the building. However, you know, they were having fun. They had Triple H and Michael Cole um, do the announcing. For some reason, I don't know why Corey wasn't there. Corey lives in Florida. It just, it didn't make sense to me there. But, um... Well, you don't really know if he lives in Florida. Yeah, but um, from what they were doing, you know, Triple H was messing with uh, with Michael Cole and, you know, being Triple H. And they were having fun with it. And then Mojo Riley did an announcement segment as well as Sami Zayn. <coughs> Excuse me, guys. Um, but other than that, it was a pretty good Raw. They even are going forward with the WrestleMania plans as if... Nothing is being postponed. Um, so what ended up happening was, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a mid card fiend fan, and I know Joey is not here to describe this, but it's one thing to see the fiend cut a promo in the middle of the ring with fans, but I'm gonna tell you guys something that I found like really cool. It was the creepiest thing in the world to see the fiend. Do a promo with no fans in that arena. And Cena looked like he was selling that he was kind of afraid of him. But you know how Cena is. He still has his motto. I don't back down. You know, the hustle, loyalty, respect thing. And Cena just said, you win for a fight of your life. And Bray Wyatt said to Cena, no, you don't understand. You never faced a fiend. You've only faced me. You're in for the fight of your life. And, he, and, and then Bray Wyatt proceeded to say to Cena... Don't forget, I have friends on the other side. Whatever he meant by that. So I'm going to suggest it was a good promo? It was a good promo, but it was creepier with no people in the arena. It made it, like, really weird. And then, having said that, there were a couple of things that I questioned about that show. Like, they had... They did a tag team match. Which was decent. Um, and then they went and did something Who that was I... was in the tag match? Oh, yes. Thank you. It was Sasha Banks and oh, Bailey. Oh, yes. I did see this. Versus Sasha Banks and Bailey beat Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross because of Asuka helping. Because it looks like they're setting up for Asuka and Kari Sane. Versus Bliss and Nikki Cross for the tag titles. Now, if that's for WrestleMania, probably. Of course, we don't know if we're getting WrestleMania or not. Yeah. Um, and the other thing they did that was kind of questionable. They clearly had the talent there because they had... 
They had Jeff Hardy go one-on-one with Cesaro, which Jeff Hardy returned. Phenomenal match. Um, Paige couldn't make it out because she... was phenomenal. I heard it was only two... Uh, anything. Was Jeff looked like he hadn't missed the beat. So it, it was a good match. It was a little short, but it was good. Um, then we went on to a promo in a backstage that led to... Can't think of the name now. That led to uh, that led to that led to something. I can't remember what it was. It was, was a short it the pro- Daniel Bryan promo. You're talking about. There you go. Thank you. Uh, the Daniel Bryan um, thing led to Gulak kind of turning face, and now he's going to be on Daniel Bryan's side. Uh, on Daniel Bryan's side, and that match was actually pretty good too. As if Daniel Bryan's now. Taking lessons from Gulak. Um, you know, like pointers. As, as if Daniel Bryan needs pointers from Gulak. I don't know where they're going with that. Uh, maybe they'll feed off each other. And maybe we've got a new tag team in the works. Um, future, tech, future tag team champions. However, that's going to work. Then they went into something questionable. You clearly had the talent there. So I don't understand why they did this. They went and re-aired the entire... Elimination Chamber Tag Team Championship match in its entirety. Probably because the, well, I don't think they had a lot of talent there. You you disagree with me? I don't think they were all there. And one and two, they probably didn't want to air. I mean, they had a lot. They have a two-hour show. They have to air something. But you see, here's the thing. You're not pandering the fans. There's no fans there. Yeah, but you see, here's... And you gave the TV, you gave people that didn't watch the pay-per-view a special treat by showing the tag team elimination chamber. And also, you also gave way to bring out Morrison and Miz for a promo. Yeah, Miz and Morrison had a promo, which was, you know, typical Miz and Morrison. Miz and Morrison. I'm sorry, that's just very catchy. Um, so it it was, I was a good. Gonna say, did you make that up? No, I it, never heard that. It's totally on there. Um, so okay, I'm gonna take your word for it. Um, it, it was a decent promo, but my thing is, they could have wrestled live. And if I was Vince booking that, I would have said, "All right, you know what? We already gave Cesaro a match, so why not have Sami Zayn and Shinsuke face Miz and Morrison in a non-title match, just so we have something live on the card?" Because that's four heels. So what? At this point, you're in an empty arena. What are you cheering for? Uh, Just to put it together. You still want to... Keep some kind of... I get it. We're still trying to keep kayfabe here. Well, listen. You weren't keeping kayfabe when you went to commercial in the UK. And you could see Alexa Bliss and Bailey dancing around the ring. Because they forgot to cut it. Because they they forgot to cut it off. I didn't see them dancing. I saw them. They were standing around talking, and then they went back into like headlocks and stuff during the whole. uh, Right before they came back in. Um, But it it is what it is. Um, Then we had. Now, depending when you're watching this, uh, watching depending when you're listening to this, this is this is um, this is Monday. Tonight is WWE Raw. It's 3.16 day. It's supposed to be the return of the Texas Rattlesnake, Stone Cold Steve Austin, and the Lord of Darkness himself, The Undertaker. And here's the thing. 
The Undertaker is going to do his signing with AJ Styles, where Stone Cold Steve Austin is going to come out. He's going to, you know, promote the 316 Day. Originally, Stone Cold Steve Austin, the whole point of Stone Cold Steve Austin is to feed off the crowd. There's going to be no crowd for Stone Cold to feed off of. So my question is this. Who is going to interrupt Stone Cold to get a stunner? Because, you know, he's just going to basically be talking to the people on television at this point. Maybe Stone Cold is there to announce that he'll be a special referee between the Goldberg and Roman Reigns match to make sure things stay good. I don't know what their plan for Austin is. But what we can do is see how we move forward. The other thing is this. It's one thing to run a two-hour show in an empty arena. Raw is three hours. What are you going to do for three hours with a no-reaction arena-based show? What are you going to do if you Vince would have WrestleMania there? Well, <laughs> I mean, see, WrestleMania... Yeah, I mean, WrestleMania... But you think Vince... I mean, um... The production staff knows how to yeah. spread it out for three hours. Yeah, the I mean, thing is, with WrestleMania, you it's get a, commercials and yeah. the thing is with WrestleMania, it's a little different. But having said this, going into the Raw, my question is this: Are they going to pull what they did on SmackDown? Are they going to re-air the Women's Elimination Chamber to kill time on one of the matches? I would think they would because they spotlighted Miz and Morrison. So they should spotlight Shayna Baszler because she did win the Elimination Chamber and that would kill uh, time, show time. And for people who didn't get to see it, get to see it on uh, TV. Yeah. Now, personally, what I would do with Austin, going back to Stone Cold, is I would have Seth Rollins come out on Austin and say, it's all your fault. That I got stunned by Kevin Owens because you came up with a stupid move and have Seth Rollins get in Stone Cold's face. Where then Stone Cold will eventually drop Seth Rollins with a stunner. And maybe that will be what Stone Cold will be involved in. Maybe he'll be involved in Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins' single feud. He's going to be involved in numerous things. I mean, there's a lot of things you can do. I mean, he doesn't have to give the stunner. He could just... Make way for Kevin Owens to give a stunner. This but, is also true. Um, but... that's But, like, I just think Stone Cold's there just to promote, you know, being on TV and today happens to be 316 day. I don't think he's involved, involved with WrestleMania. Uh, but we are supposed to get The Undertaker <coughs> tonight. Yes. I heard it's maybe for a contract signing for WrestleMania. Now again, I don't know if WrestleMania is ha- happening. And even if it, it, it's, it's, it looks like it's on the verge of being canceled, but Vince McMahon, you know, he's insane. So he, knowing him, he might have it in the performance center. Who the hell knows with him? Well, according to him, they have a backup plan. But he would lose tons of money if they ha- he did it in the performance center. They have a backup plan that will not apparently affect Mania at all. So, moving forward. Or they could just wait till May or June. The reason why Vince hasn't said anything yet, by the way, 
as far as at least this is just what I'm hearing. If it's if it's um if it's rumored, you know, it is what it is. Uh, also, leave us feedback about anything we say. Sometimes, if you know something that we don't, point it out to us so that we could uh, so we could fix it on our next podcast, please. But from what I'm understanding, the only reason why Vince hasn't canceled himself yet is because if Vince cancels himself, he can't cash in on the insurance policy that people put out. And what that means is, in other words, if Vince were to physically cancel himself, Vince has got to refund everybody or offer, I guess, a different event out of pocket where if the arena cancels, Vince is insured and everybody can get paid back through insurance. Um, I didn't, I do not know anything about that. That is from, you said you read that somewhere. Yeah. I don't know where. I... Which does make sense. I do not know... Because Vince has insurance with the arena, so if they cancel, then it's the, then it's the venue's job to do what they have to do. I just think Vince is waiting for the arena to say you're canceled, so Basically. He, he doesn't look like the bad guy. That's so another he, thing. he could tell the fans, well, I didn't cancel my show, the arena did, because... This is the way Vince is. Now, he honestly may run WrestleMania at a performance center. Like, it's not off the table. It seems that all these WrestleMania aren't talking about it. But at the same time, if SmackDown was successful, and NXT is successful, and if tonight's Monday Night Raw is successful, it's going to be talked about. It's going to be talked about WrestleMania being performed out of there. It's even probably going to be talked about Money in the Bank being performed out of there if everything hasn't subsided with everything with this um, coronavirus going on around the world. So, he did say that SmackDown and Raw will be filming from, from, the, from the Performance Center from here on out till things subside. So... That's where we are with the WWE, and as far as that but goes... their uh, other show, Backstage, will not be airing on Fox this week. Yeah, they're taking uh, a... I, as of right now, they're taking, I think, a two-week... Break. Break. Just to, you know, to get to... Just to spray things down over there and do what they're going to do. Now, here's another... Continuing with WWE news... Um, there's a tag team that hasn't been seen on television in quite some time. And they've asked for their release numerous times and have not been granted. And that's Dash Wilder and Scott Dawson. The Revival has not been seen or heard from. I don't even remember the last paper they were on. But, um, you know, they're trolling, if you will. They're talking about, you know, they're copywriting this, they're copywriting that. Dash Wilder and Contract um, copyrighted a new name so that he didn't have to be associated with Vince or fight over the Dash Wilder name. Um, so the revival is basically on the way out the door. They're definitely not renewing. But my question is this, and this is where I'm having Frankie step in and give me his opinion. Is, will the revival be more ex- successful in ROH, New Japan, Impact, or are they the perfect AEW fit for what they're trying to build in their tag team division? 
You're asking my opinion. Um, like I said, I feel like um, the revival could be go, go anywhere. Uh, they will be appreciated and they will give their fullest potential probably. Whoever would uh, get them will help their tag division. Uh, WWE wasn't using them for their full potential, but they can always stay in WWE, you know? But, uh, Impact could use them, AEW, um, Ring of Honor, but again, with the coronavirus, there's really not much shows going on except the ones that are on TV right. that have their own buildings. Like, AEW has their own uh, building right now, and WWE has their own building. Right now, Impact just had to cancel their lockdown show, so Impact doesn't have, like, their own building, or uh, I don't know if Ring of Honor has, like, a building they could sit, you know? So, I yeah. don't know. So, you know, speaking of that, I want you guys, for those of you that listen on Anchor, um, if you look up um, movies, wrestling, and other bullshit, we're on there, as you know. Um, there's a way for you to leave us voicemail feedback and stuff. I want your opinion on something. I'm sure Frankie's curious to hear it, too. Tell us what you prefer to watch more and why. WWE, Impact, AEW... Or even ROH New Japan. We want to hear from you. We want to know what the fans like. And we want to, you know, especially with Impact. What is your opinion on Impact since the Jeff Jarrett era? And the Dixie Dixie Carter era? You know, give us your feedback and voice. um, Let your voice be heard. There's a way to do it on Anchor. Um, Let us know. Uh, <laughs> no, Roverine is not. You're gonna have to take this because I have an important phone call. Yep. So, so anyway, so moving on to a couple of uh, other quick things. Um, Jeff Hardy uh, came back, as we know. We were just talking about him on a SmackDown uh, Empty Arena show, but he's kind of making it clear that the WWE. Is his last run. Now, who knows if he actually means that or not. Um, So, with that, I say this. Matt and Jeff Hardy are definitely future WWE Hall of Famers, no doubt. But if Matt Hardy should go to AEW at this point, um... That would leave him not getting the Hall of Fame right away because you know Vince is not going to put him in Hall of Fame while he's in there. And Jeff Hardy will get a singles Hall of Fame, no doubt. Um, the, so, I'm curious to see where they take Jeff Hardy's career. I hope that Jeff Hardy um, becomes main eventer again and definitely wins the main championship once more because I feel like his first run didn't exactly go to plan. You know, he got cashed in on by CM Punk. And this All is right, their, what I missed. This Sorry, is, fans. <laughs> this is their opportunity. Can't help with phone calls happen. What yeah. are you talking about? Uh, uh, hold on. This is their opportunity to fix Jeff Hardy's first WWE title run. Push him as that single competitor 
Because I feel like they took it from him too quickly with the whole CM Punk feud thing. You're talking about... You we're talking about? about CM... We're talking about Jeff Hardy having a singles run. While, you know, this might be his last run where Matt Hardy's doing his thing. And how Jeff will probably get a singles Hall of Fame before a Hardy Boys thing. And we're going over how I said I hope that Jeff Hardy gets a better title run this time as a world champion than last time. Because I feel like it was taken from him too quickly by CM Punk. Like, they could have milked it a little bit more. Um, I don't think... WWE still has that thing with Jeff where... I feel like they they were lucky they gave Jeff the belt. And they were lucky he kept it that long. I mean, you know... They do realize Jeff comes with... Some problems, you know, his problems have been public. But the thing about the problems is, if you notice, Jeff Hardy never has those problems when he's on the road with WWE. He's always focused. It's when he gets hurt is where Jeff seems to take his spiral. He always finds his way back. But Jeff is not a person that can sit home and not do what he loves. And I think that's where his emotional slump comes from. I mean, I... Don't know if they're going to put him ever back into the world title picture. Um, that's not... I, I just don't know. Uh, because they have so many young talent. I mean, but then again, they give, they do give... Like, they put Goldberg back in the title picture and... He, and Goldberg's not even full-time. Yeah. Well, so, he's not even part-time, really. Right. But, um... You know, would everyone like to see a Jeff Hardy title run? Uh, I don't know. Because, I mean, you know, you got to think... think... I think you sh- I think one more time he should get a run, or at least fight for the title uh, in, a, in one of his matches. He made, like, a ladder match or a TLC match. But right. like, other than that, I just... See, Vince, I really didn't. I don't really know. Like, yeah. and I thought the reason why his title reigns were so short is because it kept going back and forth. Him and Punk switched it back and forth a lot, right. and uh, that's why they feuded all that summer of two thousand nine. But and, uh, what are you gonna say? The thing is this: Vince has to look at the possibilities of what he has to work with. You take someone like Jeff Hardy and you make him champion. Jeff Hardy is one of your most over superstars, no matter what. And then you take someone like Morrison, even though he's in a tag team, and you have him just for, let's say a month or so, as a heel, go for that title. Jeff and Morrison, with the way they both want to ring, that feud would be something to talk about. See, that's my thing. And that seems to be what SmackDown likes to focus on is... Well, you saw that feud before, if you remember. Yeah. They fought over the Intercontinental Championship. They did. But to have them fight over the World Championship, that would have people talking. I I mean, it would be something that this generation hasn't seen. I mean, people have... A lot of people that haven't seen it since. Right. But they haven't seen it with the world title. But 
I and at this point I'm thinking outside the box here guys I know we're rhyming about wrestling at this point but you know as nothing I see is you're clearly saying that Ricochet is done let's no not not do, not done what that do McMahon done? has given up on Ricochet so if you're giving up well, on him, let's put Ricochet on SmackDown and have Ricochet and Jeff Hardy have phenomenal matches with Morrison and stuff like that. Just well, move. I'm sure move. there'll be another draft and Ricochet will be on SmackDown. Yeah. Hopefully, because I think back to NXT. I think nobody Ricoche- knows. I think Ricochet needs a fresh start, and I think SmackDown will give him that fresh start. I think. Um, Paul Heyman has done everything he could possibly do to convince Vince. They say, hey, listen, Ricochet could be the guy. But maybe it's... Um, help me here, Frank. Bruce... Uh, who's running... Uh, Bruce... Um, the guy running SmackDown. You mean the guy helping Vince run SmackDown? Right. Bruce what? Pritchard? There you go. Maybe I he mean, they can produce the show. Vince runs the show. Yeah, unfortunately, Vince still runs the show. But maybe Vince he, books the maybe, show. Maybe maybe Bruce can say, yeah. Vince's call. Yeah, maybe he can convince him. Hey, hey, listen, he'll be a better SmackDown superstar. We also can throw him on Two Hundred Five Live and have him go into the Cruiserweight Title division, division, and have phenomenal matches with Leo Rush. I mean, I mean, I just. Thank you. Now you went from telling him he was a main eventer at well Super Showdown. Technically, he was main right. event with Brock, and now you're going to tell me he just he'll be better on Two Hundred Five Live. I mean, he beat Bobby Lashley, but he then beat again, Seth Rollins. Yeah, you have to go by the way Vince McMahon thinks, though. You know, in one moment, and on one Raw, that's why it made well, me. Main, this is why this is Vince because he made him lose to Riddick Moss clean. Yeah. After he beat Bobby Lashley, I mean, come on. Well, look at JBL. JBL is a prime example on how sometimes Vince thinks. Um, the one year JBL went into WrestleMania as the world champion, lost to John Cena at WrestleMania 21. The following WrestleMania, if I believe was following WrestleMania. JBL was WrestleMania 22. He became the United States champion. So you can't really... How Vince thinks is not always like the right way. Like even Daniel Bryan. The year before, you had Daniel Bryan completely overcome the odds. Beat Triple H. Beat Batista. To become the undisputed champion. The following mania, you had him winning the Continental title from a ladder match. I understand what you're <laughs> saying, but what I the difference between what you said about Ricochet and Two Hundred Five Live is you're classing him just as a cruiserweight when he is beating bigger right. guys. So that's my thing would be why would you even put him in Two Hundred Five? Well, no, I meant like with SmackDown comes the Two Hundred Five taping, where on Raw it does not. I just yeah. Um. WWE was uh, if Vince wanted to, he there's no problem putting the title on Ricochet. It's about but Vince doesn't see see it. So Vince doesn't see a lot of things. Like you finally 
gave Braun Strowman the gold for two weeks to have it being taken by Sami Zayn. Now, I'm not saying Sami didn't deserve it, but Braun Strowman should have got a little bit better of a fair run. I think that was for WrestleMania, so Braun can face Sami Zayn, uh, and Braun will probably win the title back. That's the only reason why I think they went down that, that way. Um, other than that, right? We should get into some movie news because yes, we've been, um, you've been rambling <laughs> on about some wrestling. This is true because there's just there's a lot because. Uh, I love talk wrestling, but like I said, with the coronavirus, much is not going around. Yeah, there's there's a lot to. Uh, uh, so we're gonna stop the wrestling here, and if we have any other news coming up involving Mania or upcoming events, you know we'll do our best to uh, inform you guys as much as we can. But it's time to sit in that director's chair, look at that big screen, because it's. It's time to uh it's time to hit the movies. Okay. So Frankie, this is where I give it to you. You have theater news for um for those of people listening in the California area and stuff like that. What's going on there? Well, um our last update we gave you with the movie news. They delayed Fast Furious 9 for a year because of coronavirus, and they also delayed A Quiet Place too. And Mulan. Just, I did not, we did not bring up Mulan in that thing, I was just going to talk about that. <laughs> uh, Lou jumped the gun already. Uh, at, when we published that video, uh, just so happened that hour, they, Disney decided to push back Mulan and X-Men's New Mutants. Also, Paramount pushed back uh, the love. What is it? The Love Birds. The Love Birds. What's the is Love it? Birds, and uh, there's been no set of dates that have been set in stone of when they're coming out. So I do not have any information for you guys of when we will see them. But as of right now, they are. Everything is delayed. There are no, as of right now, there are no new movies until April 10th, which is a kid's movie called Trolls. Trolls 2 War Tour. And, uh, yeah, as of right now, there's not, and, uh, as for the movies, uh, theaters have been closed down, especially in New York and California. They have closed their movie theaters. Uh... Some around here in New Jersey have closed because of the coronavirus. And um, the ones that are still open are cutting back their capacity to 50% of their seating. So a movie theater that can have like 100 seats, you're only going to get like half of that. Yeah, not even. Sometimes not even. There's something that's allowing 30. And... With the coronavirus itself, people are not willing to go outside anyway because I went over the box office, the top 10 that came out yesterday, and uh, it was extremely bad. And when I say extremely bad, it's made the money combined with the total amount. You're going back to 
the year 1995, almost. That's how bad we're we're at with the weekend's gross, and we we are down from the past six years uh, yearly of what it should be. Right, um, and one of those movies that took a big hit, unfortunately, um, doesn't look good for a movie. I believe it's in June or July opening. Is Soul. Pixar took a giant hit by not, I guess you can say either moving onward to a different date or whether they didn't promote onward enough, but I don't think it would have mattered either way. I just think people are staying home. Yeah. Um, And they wait for, they're just wanting to be on the safe side. And a kid's movie is not, uh, what do you, on the menu right now? Onward, right. unfortunately, got hit hard. Uh, but again, there's no movies for three weeks. This this coronavirus, you know, this can calm down and people can go to the movies again. And then hopefully it can make some money in the month of April. But as of right now, it doesn't look like that way. And, um... I, you know, it's not just Onward, it's a lot of other movies, but, you know. It's going to take a hit, but hopefully, uh, like I said, you know, everything will pick up. Um, This virus will eventually subside and the box office will get back to what it needs to get back to. But we do have some interesting news. The director of A Quiet Place 2 and A Quiet Place did speak out and say that he's confident enough that when A Quiet Place 2 does come out, that people are going to enjoy. So he's already looking forward to writing a script for Quiet Place 3. Did you hear that? I I read uh, he he thinks the fans will enjoy this one more. He had a lot more fun making this one. Uh, not that he didn't have fun making the first one. No, I did not say that. I, but it's, it's just like, he, he says like, you will, if you love the first one, you're going to love this one even more. And he's already confident to make a third, a third one. And I agree. I think that movie should have been held back because it shouldn't have been affected because a lot of people want to see a quiet place too. So, and if he's got an idea for a third one, it's going to happen. Just take time. And uh, another thing I want to talk about, they're all ho- movies that are being made for next year are all put on hope for uh, uh, shooting. Like the Batman, it's yeah. on hold. Uh, everything's on hold right now. Everything. The Batman, uh, uh, Mission Impossible 7, uh, Jurassic World 3, they're all on hold. And see that, that's another thing. Does, would those movies be affected by their dates at that point? I mean, hypothetically... I don't know. I really think you could still get a... It depends how long this goes. If this goes, if, if 
Well, if, if it dies down let's throw in a few it, weeks, yeah. then it's fine. Let's throw but an example we, out if here. We, but if we go to, like, June or whatever, then we have a problem. Yeah. Let's discuss a second. Like, how close was something like Jurassic World 3 from post-production? I don't know. But all I know is, like, the Batman, they were in the middle of filming. Yeah, no, they Jurassic had just started. World, I felt like they just started filming. And now it's on hold. Plus, once they get back, you also have to... You remember where you left off with the filming. You have to uh, think about, like, like, let's just say Rock has a movie. And he was supposed to film it. Right. Like Black Adam. All right, they're already making... They already wrote Jumanji 4. Let's say they want to film that. It's they're going to have to wait until The Rock yeah, finishes it's gonna con- Black The schedule Adam. isn't going to conflict. But that's just something I just said. Right. I didn't say if that was actually happening. But I'm just saying, like... They're no. going to take time. And besides, you're going to have all these movies that didn't come out, now come out this somewhere down this year or next year. So, 2021. You know, it's going to be an interesting way this yeah. goes with uh, what comes out, movies, whatever. But they, but, but the Hollywood is losing lots of money over this. 2021 is going to be a very confusing time for box office. There's going to be too many hits in the year of 2021 at this point. Well, you're going to get... Uh, um, not, that, not that that's a bad you're gonna thing. You're going to have a good treat with more movies. But yeah. you don't know. They could come out the end of this year like James Bond. They picked November. Right. It was something you, else you picked November. Something else picked November, too, that they were... No. Nothing else picked November. It was... You're talking about Peter Rabbit, too, and they right. picked August. Okay. So, see, they have faith that it'll be dead. It'll drop down. It'll, it'll go down by the summer. So, and more movies during September, August, July, or Christmas time. Christmas time is actually a good time to release a movie because people do go to movies on December 25th. I, I don't understand it, but people actually do go. But um, was there any other movie news that we that we forgot to go over as far as um, what we discussed here? Otherwise, we'll jump into some other uh, sections here. Frankie's... Uh, well... Movie news has been pretty quiet with the theater. Uh, theater, what's happening with the coronavirus. Everything's on hold, so... But Sonic did pass Detective B- Pikachu uh, movie, which now makes Sonic the number one video game movie right. in the world. I did hear that, which is very good. Hopefully that'll... Motivate more video game movies to come out and do a good job. Speaking of video game stuff, I don't know if you heard this, and I know if uh, Joey was here, he'd he would have read it and known about it. Uh, Malkovich, I can't think of her first name. I'm horrible. Joan Mac Joan Malkovich, the one from Resident Evil. 
Mila. Mila, there you go. I'm horrible with names, folks. Bear that in mind. Mila Malkovich um, was... Her last name is not Malkovich. I Mila. Um, uh, I don't... Anyway. <laughs> you confused me. The though. female... The, the star of Resident Evil series was announced that she will be being reprising her role in the Netflix series as that character. Oh. I know what you're talking about. I just can't remember yeah. to say her um, name. Now, my point is this. I thought that was supposed to be a completely different story. Why the hell are we going to bring in somebody from the movie franchise to reprise her role if they're supposed to be following more of the video game interpretation more? I don't I don't understand that um, at all. But, you know, maybe they have faith that the TV, they can do something different to the TV series. I don't know. But also, um, Disney Plus um, and Disney, moving away from that, it goes like this, basically. Disney decided to postpone most of their films back, which affected Disney Plus. So Disney went and released Frozen 2 almost two months early onto their streaming plus service, which kind of hurts the digital platform aspect of it because they're not supposed to have, they were supposed to have it on a schedule and, you know, do like a paper, you know, like a pay-per-view has their movies on there. People were paying to see it until it was supposed to go on Disney plus. So Frankie, do you feel that that's hurting the pay-per-view part of it? Or Disney Plus was just smart. They said, hey, listen, we can't release all of our content now due to delay of filming. So Frozen 2 is our treat to you guys for being subscribers. No, because now you can directly go to Disney and watch it. Right, so it did hurt the pay-per-view aspect of it. It's really become where most people... Like, does it hurt the on-demand rental service by doing that? Um, if, it depends if you have Disney Plus or not. I mean, right. if you have Disney Plus, yeah, you're hurting the on-demand service. But then again, you, everyone right now is probably staying at home renting on-demand movies, so it's not really hurting it. But the thing that's hurting is if you don't go out and buy the movie on DVD or Blu-ray, that's hurting it on well, DVD sales actually, what or 4K. Actually, there's a... Um there's a gentleman I listen to on YouTube. Uh, look him up if you guys uh, are interested in like um, collecting like hard movie copies of like um, like hard movie copies of stuff. Um, he he can explain this a little bit more. His um, his the name of the YouTube channel is called Films at Home. Um, the guy's name is Jeff. He's actually really really good. I re- really recommend the channel. Subscribe to him. He's awesome. But he's like he was trying to put out like. He'd always rather have a physical copy, but he understands the demand to do digital. But having said that, um, he also goes over collections and tells you what's rare and stuff. But moving on for a minute. Yeah, but you want to talk about people that rather get it digital, but there's also a big portion of people that rather get the copy. Yeah, I'm one of those people. Frank is one of those people. Because if you remember... The best times you had was going to the video store, which was Blockbuster, Palmer Video, West Coast Video, Hollywood Video, whatever it was, and going through tons of videos and seeing which one you want to rent for the weekend, 
for that, you know? Right. It was, it was a different time. You're, you're, it's sad that your kids cannot have that time yeah. now. I mean, they, they, you have your red box, but it's it's not the it's same. Not, yeah. It's nothing the same. Yeah. And I mean, your kids will now, they know Netflix and they all, all they have to do is push a button. But, you know, you got to see the titles, look at them, you know, you know, and then you got to take them home and then watch them, bring them back. And then you didn't know next would be what what you want next. That's why there was so much selections at video stores. And it was a time where people just loved going to the video store and then getting home a pizza and watching a video. That is very true. That was our life. So, as we move forward here, um, I wonder... Oh, but we should tell everyone that they did close Disneyland and Universal Studios. Yes, Disney... um, Just for a time being, it's a two-week time period. They're going to clench a little bit. Um, A lot of the Six Flags have not announced what they're doing yet, but I'm sure they're going to follow protocol as well. But before we close this out, you know, um, we want to talk about a couple of, like... I just want to talk about something... Um, Blu-ray and DVD, um, what's on, what you could buy right now that's out, um, we have Charlie's Angels, which I didn't see, um, but, you know, I feel like you said, it's gonna make, you tell me, you said, I don't want to, they shouldn't make another Charlie's Angels. I did say that, but I'm trying to think of what people can do as of right now to stay home or entertain. You would like to know what's out? Yeah. I know we have Charlie's Angels. I will give you the list we have right Frozen, now. We have Frozen 2. We have... Knives Out. We have Knives Out. We have Bombshell, starring Nicole Kidman, Margot Robbie, Charlie Theron. We have Uncut Gems with... Uh, Adam Sandler. Adam Sandler, who... Everyone felt he should have got an Oscar nod for that. Right. Um, we, and then we have um, uh, Ford v, v. Ferreira. Yeah. With Christian Bale and Matt Damon. That was a highly talked about film. We have Tom Hanks, A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. Yes, that's that was very good. But if you guys are interested um, in something like that. You can also rent it out... Uh, Joe, uh, well, on demand, Jojo Rabbit, you know, that was talked about. Yes. Um, uh, the Oscar movie that won, Parasite, is out, you can rent. Or even buy it, however you prefer. Um, also, this is all on your on demand thing. I mean, this week you can rent out Jumanji, the next level. Right. Or Black Christmas. Yeah. Um, better. Oh, I forgot. Lou doesn't like horror movies that have been remade. It's not that I don't like horror movies that are remade, but if the first Black Christmas couldn't do it, why the hell would you go and try it again? But that's just my opinion. Yeah. But then you also have some Netflix shows that are coming to DVD, like um, the Breaking Bad spinoffs on DVD now. The season, and... The Big Bang Theory, of course, for the final season has been on DVD for quite a bit now, so you guys can get into that. There's a lot to do during this time. And at March 31st, if there's any Star Wars fans 
Star Wars Rise of Skywalker is available on Blu-ray and 4K. And it should be available on digital right now. Yeah, uh, tomorrow. Yes, um, and for Disney Plus users, unless they decide to push it, for Disney Plus users, the date for Star Wars Rise of Skywalker is July. So, moving on really quick. Um, we're just, you know, going over, like, how things are being affected by the corona. Because you have a few minutes yet here. I understand buying certain things. You know, your milk, your eggs, your meats, your cleaning products. But Frankie, what is everybody's obsession with the toilet paper? Uh, I do not know. <laughs> I mean, uh, it's, you someone know. Someone made a joke and said, I'm going to take all the plungers so no one can buy a plunger because they took all the toilet paper in the right. store. Uh, you have to think about other people before you ransack the store of toilet paper. <laughs> I mean... No, it, it, it's true. Like, they went into, like, this, like, whole big panic as if this gives you the shits. Hate to tell you guys, that's not one of the symptoms that this thing gives you. Um... I think they feel like they're gonna be in the house for a while, so they think they need to stock up on toilet paper. Or, you know, I don't... But what they're doing, fighting over it, is crazy. That and... And hand sanitizer and Lysol wipes. Right. But we forgot to cover something mm. back on the wrestling news. Okay. And uh, before we go, it's about WWE Hall of Fame. Today they inducted Juicin' Thunder Liger for the class of 2020. Juicin' Thunder Liger never really wrestled in WWE, but he was a part of WWE NXT uh, Brooklyn event. 2015 when he wrestled Tyler Breeze he was a main he was he was in WCW Ring of Honor Impact uh made his name in Japan right just hell of a wrestler yeah no he definitely and is and also the British Bulldog which is a long time coming and I think his son Davey Boy is gonna induct the British Bulldog his father into the Hall of Fame, WWE Hall of Fame. That would be That's awesome. What I forgot to say before we get off the rest. Also, of but how does how does that affect the Hall of Fame? Will the Hall of Fame be held from the Performance Center as well? Because you know you have to also look out for the safety of the stars, especially. At first, I wasn't too keen on them being there, but as I thought about it, they do deserve it. Now, how does that affect the Hall of Fame like this? I mean, like, you know, Nikki and Brie, they're both pregnant right now. Do they hold back the Hall of Fame for their own safety? Because clearly, you know, you don't want them traveling and affecting, you know, so they don't get sick with their with them, them being, uh, have, being pregnant and all. You know, it is, it's a high-risk time for them. So... Will the Hall of Fame go on as planned? Because uh, I do believe Bree and Nikki both live in Cali. So I don't know what the travel arrangements are there and stuff like that. So will the Hall of Fame be put on hold? If WrestleMania does happen at the Performance Center, will the Hall of Fame be postponed? I 
didn't think about it. Um, right. But if I was them, I would postpone it because they deserve the time to talk and give their speech to an audience. And it's their their time and they're getting honored. So, you know, yeah, it's... I would keep that until they can get a, you know, an audience so people can give them the ovation they deserve instead of airing it in a performance <laughs> center unless it's their families there then that's different Well, I think story. they'll ha- I think they'll be there as well. But um see that's the other thing. Like Vince will make money by airing all this out of the performance center even when, even without audience because the pay-per-view will be there. My question is how much will he make as well as not being, you know, and having a live audience? That's the thing. And merchandise sales are always going to make money because there's always going to be a WWE shop. You may not be able to buy your merchandise live for a little bit, but it's there. So I think um, we're going to cut out now because I think, you know, we pretty much covered everything. Um, if you have any breaking news or anything, we'll be here to let you know. Um, it's Monday. So next time you hear from us, we should be talking about Monday Night Raw and how 316 Day went. Um, we're going to try to come back Thursday because that's when uh, Joey should be back with us by then. But for now, LJH. Frankie X. And we'll see you on the flip. Stay healthy and safe, everybody.